This is a Freedom Church sermon and we are so glad you're listening or watching. Please do check out our website, myfreedom.church, for more information about us, more media and other resources. Um, This morning, what am I going to talk about? I'm going to talk about Church Suite. You don't have to look worried, Christine. You look very worried there. You're like, really? Church Suite? Um, It's all going to be good. All right, I'm going to share. It's very practical. So pretend this is kind of like one of our fireside chats we used to do. You know, we used to come together as the church and it was... We, we could do with one. When would be great, apart from a Sunday morning, that would be. So I, I do acknowledge that, but um, pretend this is part of that, okay. So we're going to talk about Church Suite this morning. Now before I get started, I'm not going to give these out, because if I give these out now, you'll just look at these and ignore for the next 10 minutes what I'm saying, because you'll just leaf through it. All right, but I am going to tell you now, and I'll mention it again in a bit. Um, this is a manual that I've put together um, for the use of Church Suite. It looks very thick. Don't worry, it's mainly full of big pictures. All right, okay, so when you get it, you'll see what I mean. So I'm going to give those out in a little while, and that'll help you kind of connect a little more with some things that I'm going to share about Church Week. Now, Shu, before I begin, were you going to just say something about a couple of verses in Acts, weren't you? Do you just want to come and share that, and then that gives us a, a platform for why administration is a good thing. <laughs> say administration is a good thing. Administration is a good thing. Excellent. I've got more of you on board than I expected. Yes. <laughs> Yeah, so um, I was just thinking in the light of what was going to be shared that um, the passage in Acts where, maybe you don't know it, um, when the church was kind of birthed and multitudes were coming in, there needed to be organisation because the, the Hellenistic Jews were being overlooked, the widows in the dishing out of food. And um, you can read it in Acts 6, I won't read it right now, but it talks about the need to attend to this business. And we are in a time-space world, and a time-space world needs organising, needs planning, and needs church suites. So it's very, very spiritual. So, you know, don't just think, hmm, got to get on with it, we're okay. Actually, it's really practical, and it will really enable us in building the kingdom. Awesome, brilliant, fantastic. And as I always say, and I said in a little video that I sent around a little while uh, last week, was that my God is a God of order, not of chaos. Anybody got a God of chaos? Good. We've got a God of order. He brings order out of chaos, doesn't he? So I think right at the beginning of our Bible, we see that our God is an administrative God. And then just a few books, a few, uh, books later, we have uh, a huge book called Numbers. And if you have just been reading through numbers in my um, kind of chronological uh, Bible in one year, and it is all about numbers. It's all about administration. It's all about this, that, and t'other. Um, so God is concerned with the detail, as Stuart said. He's concerned with the detail of our lives and how we go about doing stuff. So, um, in case you didn't know, in case you didn't know by now, my, uh, your My Church Suite, so forgive that, it sounds a bit confusing, but it's your My Church Suite, uh, it's, it's a fantastic church member-facing platform, okay, and that's part of the Church Suite administration-facing service, okay, so, so the My Church Suite is a thing that you have access to that is part of that, that larger package called Church Suite, and My Church Suite, so that's the thing that is facing you guys, that's available either via an iOS app, an Android app, 
So if you, you'll know, if, if you do access those things, you'll know what I'm talking about. Or it's, you can access it via a browser as well. And you can access it via a browser on your phone too if you don't want to download the app. So a browser, if you don't know what that is, that's the thing that you search the World Wide Web on. All right, okay. So that's the thing you search the web on and you can get that. So apps or on there. And I think, I think my church suite and sort of thousands of other churches across the UK actually, because it is a UK based company and I think that's incredibly helpful to have a UK based company because a lot of these things are, are US based and they apply to kind of US laws and stuff. US laws on privacy and what have you are shocking. So much better over here. Um, and so it's a UK based thing and I think it's a brilliant tool. A brilliant tool designed to be a huge help in the life and activity of our church. Uh, I, I think it's really good. So as a quick example, you, you can manage your own contact details on there and those, if you have them, of your children. You can view the church calendar. You can view and sign up for events if you want to. You can manage your serving rotor commitments, as I know actually a lot of you are already doing so. And I was wonderfully, nicely surprised to see that more people than I thought were actually utilising kind of the rotor swapping things. Uh, and you can do a lot, lot more than that as well. And I think, I think just those reasons alone are good enough for you to get on board. I think those reasons are good enough to get on board. But I want to take some time to explore a little bit about the reasoning, the vision behind why we, just, we, we chose to start utilising Church Suite. Now, I don't think for a moment that tech is going to be the solution to all our administrative and communication woes. All right? As much as I love tech, I don't think it's going to solve every problem that we might have or every issue that we come across, but I'm absolutely convinced that by broadening our use of technology, it's got a vital role to play in certain areas of our ministry. And ultimately, actually, this is the whole point, is so that we can stop worrying about the admin and start to focus more on people. Uh, I would love to be able to spend more time on people than I do on some of the admin stuff that I get embroiled in. So, so that's the strength of it, isn't it? You know, that we, let, we spend less time worrying about that stuff because that's already taken care of and more about focusing what we should be really focusing on, which is people. All right? So this is, I think that's what's so great about Church Suite, that its functionality is really people-focused anyway. So as a piece of technology, it's really people-focused. It's more than just a database of statistics and charts and graphs, although we can get those things. And if you're a nerd like me, I like seeing statistics, charts, and graphs, and seeing how many different designs I can do from them. All right? Because you can find out so much about people by looking at statistics, charts, and graphs. But it is more than that. More than anything, I think that this will help us move forward and it help people in general move forward in their journey uh, uh, with us as a local church and actually with Jesus as well. So I'm, I'm putting a lot into this, but I believe that when you put systems like this in place, it can help you. You know, there's that uh, thing in Acts where it says, you know, that so many people were, were added to their number that day. Well, somebody was counting. Somebody was doing the administration. And I think because it's mentioned in Scripture, then it's important. It's important. Counting and looking and seeing and knowing actual data-driven stuff and not just that's how I feel about it. Because how we feel, as we've seen in recent years, can be so far from the truth. It's, it's, it's undeniable. All right. So just because we feel it doesn't mean it's true. What is actually true? It reminds me of those tra travelators you get at airports. I wish you got them on streets. But you know the, you know the travelators at airports? They, 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 they're like escalators, but they, they, go, they just go forward, don't they? They just go forward. And, they, and even if you choose to stand still, I think with tools like my church suite, that'll actually help you move forwards. <laughs> so even if you say, well, I'm not actually going to do anything right now. Well, that's fine. You're still moving forwards because of this technology that we've decided to implement. Um, now, 
along with, with, with kind of the vision, I get there are, there, are, there are some practical questions. Or if you don't have all the info, even understandable opposition to it. I'm not suggesting any of you do, but it may be that you kind of um, don't want to get into this, this stuff. And some of the questions you might ask is, what do you mean all my details are online? You might ask that. Who else can see our details? Genuinely good question. And what about my children? Are, there, are their details safe? These, these are good questions, aren't they? And I, and, I, and I want to encourage you to ask questions of me about it. It may be that you have a burning question you want to ask after I've finished, uh, and I can answer it publicly or not, just email me, whatever. Um, just don't have a go at me, just ask me a question. Okay? Uh, that might be that. So they're good questions. And so I want to be able to spend the next few minutes putting some of those concerns to rest. Okay, uh, so that we can, we can get all the very best out of what is, I think is a great bit of technology. Okay, so let me answer the question about um, who can see uh, uh, you on my church suite, because that is the biggest concern. That is some of the feedback I've had. Who, who can see that stuff? Well, access to my church suite is by email invitation only. Email invitation only, and it's initiated from within the administration part of church suite. So the admin and the leaders can access that. And in fact, the only people that can access it right now are me, Kath, and Lisa. So it's just three people can access that. Um, and if you look on our, I'll come into this in a bit, but if you look on our data, de um, our privacy and data protection stuff, it actually lists on there who is able to see it. Okay, I'll come into that a little bit more in detail in a, in a bit. So we can manage um, address book contacts uh, that are granted login access and we can choose at what point it's appropriate for newcomers to, to join that list. Um, also, the thing to tell you, no children's contacts are ever visible to anybody else on my church suite, apart from obviously the admin side of it. Nobody else will ever be able to see your children's details of it, or so the under 18s, and they'll always remain hidden. So if an under, uh, if an under 18, however, serves on a, on a rotor or is in a group, only their name will ever show. It won't, if they've popped in an email in there or, or a phone number or, or, even, or whatever, it'll only be their, their name that is visible, and that'll be to fellow team group members, but there'll never be any contact details on there as well. And most of the content on my church suite doesn't involve us being able to view one another's contact details. Instead, content is personal to you, the person who is, who is logged in. And it shows information as it relates to you. So three examples of that are um, um, rotors, groups, uh, and search. So when you, know, when you search for, for somebody else. And if you serve on a rotor, or in a ministry group, your fellow team group members will be able to see your contact details that you choose to set visible. Okay, it's all about empowering you to, to see who sees what. And so whatever you've chosen to put as visible, they'll be able to see those things. So you might want to choose to share your home address, uh, your, your home phone number, your mobile number, and your email address. You can share those, those, those four things. Um, you might choose not to share any of those things. However, for Church Suite to really work, uh, it's helpful that you choose at least one means of communication. Um, I, I guess, preferably email, and then mobile phone, and then the other ones as well. But generally, if you can have your email on there, that'd be really good, because um, that means you can be contacted for things like rotor swap requests, and what have you. The search feature, that's like a searchable contact directory. You know we used to get the old-fashioned printed copies? Do you remember those? Andrea used to spend an age putting those together and then leave them in a pile in the reception. My goodness, that would not be allowed now. You know, all those details, addresses, date of birth, mobile home phone, it was, it was just in the reception area for anybody to grab. Um, so that's why we stopped that a long time ago, even before Church Week, because I didn't think that was very safe. All right, but it is like that, so that you can search for other people and you'll 
will pop up on search what they have chosen you to be able to see. Does that make sense? Yeah, okay, it's not, not complicated, is it? And once again, children's names are never shown and they're not searchable. All right, so they'll never show up regardless how much you might try to, to find them. Now, when we started using Church Suite, when we implemented it, we, we started it with a kind of ground zero kind of thinking. Um, and in other words, only your name was visible. If you remember that, only your name was visible. And it was up to you to click whether your email, your phone number, or whatever. So when I look at my church suite, I'm still seeing blank spaces where it'd be useful to have those things visible. So consider that, if you will, because that's how we defaulted it right at the beginning. Um, now, other questions we've had. What if I don't have an email address? It's, it's weird, isn't it? Um, uh, but people don't. People choose not to do that, and that's perfectly acceptable. It's not weird, really. Um, Les, for example, bless his cotton socks, does not engage with technology like that, and that's absolutely fine. Um, but you do need an email address to log into my church suite. So obviously, then, those without an email address can't use church suite. And I want to reassure you that if that is the case for anybody whatsoever, not just Les, bless his heart, who's not here this morning, um, we, we will provide other ways to get you the information that you need or require. All right? We're never going to leave anybody in the lurch just because they're not willing or they can't engage with the technology. We, we, it's all about people, isn't it, at the end of the day? And so we, we, we want to be a, lot, a little bit flexible with what we do. So we're never going to leave anybody out in the cold. And we'll always cater for those who can't, in quotes, do technology, which is always a weird thing for me to, to think. I can't, I can't, it doesn't compute in my head. Why can't you do technology? It's weird. I have to talk to you for a little while to truly understand why not. Um, but that's my blind spot, not yours, so I have to deal with it. Um, it's designed to be an engagement tool. It's designed to supplement what we already do. It's not meant to be a replacement. On the other hand, if, if, you, if you've got an email address and, you, and you've given us that email address, uh, we encourage you to use it. <laughs> and, to, and to try it out rather than immediately accept the attitude of I'm not doing it, which I, I don't actually think we've had that attitude so far. Nobody has gone, rah, rah, I'm not using it, blah, blah, blah. Actually, pretty much so far, the people I've spoken to have gone, yep, yeah, yep, yeah, I can see that. They just haven't had time yet or a chance yet to, to figure it out for themselves. Um, there are some people in here who share an email address. So families share an email address. I want to tell you that you can still use Church Suite for individual people. Each family member is sent a My Church Suite email invitation from their contact profile page in the usual way, and that email is personalised so that each family member can identify their invite. And every invite that we send uh, has a unique login link so that each family member can set their own personal password. We never see the password. We don't have access to the password. Um, so, so we'll never be able to kind of do any weird and wonderful things without you knowing about it. Um, so that, yeah, so you can do that. Now, there's another one. Is, is there an instruction manual for users? Well, there wasn't, um, but there is now. All right, so here, here we go. So this is, this is what we've, we've done. There's nothing you can break. However, in Church Suite, if you just want to go to my Church Suite, if you're just going to have a look at it and, and mess around, you can't break anything. It's really easy to navigate, uh, and it, you can use uh, all the features that you want to use or not want to use that you see. Now, I'm saying that I have spent, and I did spend a ridiculous amount of time putting this together. So um, I'm going to get you to, to take this home with you. And just honour me, just be even best, leafing through it would be lovely. Just, just, just leaf through it. Uh, and then when you want to read it or reference it later, that's what you're using it for. So pop it somewhere where you know it is, and then when you re want to reference it later, you can just pick it up and have a look. Now, um, 
Somebody also said, isn't Church Suite just to cover us for the new data protection policy that came into force last year? So, so that, 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 that really prompted me to go, well, you know, as much as we, I know we needed to do something about Church Suite, a lot of you might think it was just to deal with that data protection question. And um, it was one of those oh moments that despite the numerous emails I sent about Church Suite uh, and pushing sign up and all that kind of stuff, um, it got it got entwined with that GDPR stuff. Do you know GDPR? So the General Data Protection Regulation that everybody in Europe has to um, um, implement. GDPR is very simple. It just it just it's taking. It's taking control from the people who own your data, in theory, to, to you taking control of your data. So long gone are the tick boxes that say, if you wish to not receive information, just tick this box. But by default, you will receive information too. Um, if you want to receive information, tick this box. So it's all the onus is all on you, uh, and the power is in your hands. That's what GDPR was brought in to do. And look, I know that sometimes um, when we talk about data protection, uh, you might think it, it can be a little bit boring and, and you might roll your eyes uh, a little bit. Actually, I think it's, it's quite exciting um, because of that power shift um, that, that it gives us. You know, there's been lots of issues, haven't there, with Facebook over the last year and a bit about how much data they've been sharing of yours or mine who are on Facebook. Um, and, and so, quite rightly, that's put uh, this issue of data firmly on the agenda about what what we're doing and who's in control. So don't think of it as, as boring. Think of it as something actually that um, it's yours to own and you are in control of it, okay? Um, so launching, so GDPR, when that launched, when that kind of came into, when it came into, um, into law, it was a good opportunity to launch Church Suite. So that's why we did entangle it with it a little bit. And it did give us an opportunity to see where we might be lapsed. Uh, in, in various ways. So on some of the, I think even on one of the cards, which I need to get rid of, it still says, um, uh, I don't want you to send me information, tick. So the presumption is that we can. So I need to change that because that's not, that's illegal, that's not allowed. So if you ever see that on websites or anything like that, they're being a little bit naughty. So while you're riveted thinking about data protection, um, let me tell you that the data protection legislation covers more than just our database of information we have about you. It covers email systems. Um, so that's why Lisa's, when she emails you now, she emails it from Church Suite, not from her private or her work email address, although it is from her work email address, but via Church Suite, so that there is a consistent record of that email. Because at any point, Please don't do this yet, because you'll confuse us, because we're not quite there. But at any point, you can ask us for all the information that we have on you and all the communication that we've ever had with you. Give us a year or two before you request that, because um, uh, we might get a little bit confused. Um, so, that, so it covers stuff like that. It covers files and computers. So we use um, MailChimp uh, to send that, that kind of mail email out that we send every Friday. Um, so it covers that. Um, it covers uh, phones, tablets, and even paper documents. So my mission since I came on board the leadership over 10 years ago now was to get rid of paperwork and to transition it all onto online services that are fully protected with two-factor authentication. Two-factor authentication is something you should all be doing with your online data. I know we've had this conversation, me and you. Um, but so that people, if they discover your password, they still can't get access because they don't have the little code that is randomly generated every 30 seconds that you need to input as well. Does that make sense? If it doesn't make sense, that's great, because it means that security is extremely tight. That's what it means. So you know that way, you know banking, banking have been doing this for a while, you'd have a little device that would randomly generate a number, 
Yeah, some of you know about this, and you would have to input that. That's effectively two-factor authentication. Effectively, okay. So, so things are covered. Um, it's important that our policy reflects the extent of the data that we hold about you and the purpose for which that data is used. And every email you get from us, every single email, if you look at the bottom, it, there's a, a link on there, it's data protection policy. If you click that, it will take you to our website and there is a page that lists our data protection policy. So if you really want to know what I've written, which I think you should, I think you should go read it, um, it will tell you exactly what we do and how we're doing stuff with your data, which is generally not that much, to be quite honest with you. We're not a business um, and we're not trying to sell you stuff. Uh, it's just mainly giving us permission to, to store your data. So that will tell you how the data is maintained. And like I say, it mentions uh, MailChimp, which is the Freedom News email platform. And of course, if you're not on email, I can always print you out a copy of that Data Protection Act. But if you're not on email, then the Data Protection Act will only, there's only a tiny little bit that will actually uh, be relevant to you. But it might be worth it for that tiny bit. So there are some of the, the questions I've had over the last number of months and concerns we've had. Um, and, and hopefully, when you get this, more of your questions might be answered Okay, in here. Now, I just need to say this. I've gone over 10 minutes, so I apologise. Let me try and speed through it. Trends and fads will come and go. All right, they, they always do, don't they? And maybe you might think that Church Suite is just another one of those things um, that we're going to implement and eventually we'll gradually stop using it. Well, um, uh, no, we won't, um, because I think it's an awesome tool. And I think it actually connects well uh, as part of the package that enables us to work out our vision going forward. Like I said, it frees up time spent over admin to give us more time to spend with people ultimately becoming a more discipleship-focused church. Because that's, that's what we were after, isn't it? We want to be a more discipleship-focused church. So how will it help us in black and white terms? Well, it'll help us, like I said, reduce unnecessary admin, both as church leaders and administrators, by providing a means for you to keep your own details up to date. All right, so if, so if you suddenly aren't receiving emails or messages or anything like that, it's because you haven't updated your emails. We will not update those, those things for you. If you've got a login and you've got an account, it's up to you to update your own information. Um, with the use of something called flows within Church Suite, I'll explain a little bit what those are. I just want to say this first. This will help us move people on in their discipleship journey by showing them the next steps with, with Jesus, uh, through with courses, events, groups, giving, serving, and podcasts. And I think gradually less and less people will fall through the cracks of good intent because of poor record keeping. So flows are basically something like if somebody comes and visits the church and, 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 and they say they're interested in connecting with us, we'll put them in a flow. And the flow will go, they're a new person? Yes. A few days later, have they received the welcome email? Yes. A few days later, have they possibly received the, might, might do this, received a phone call? Yes. Da, da, da. Have they so it's just very short flows that makes sure we're not letting people just come, stay, feel they haven't been connected with, because sometimes that's what people want to do, they just want to sit at the back and I want to get used to this first. But then after a while, they, they want to start connecting and, and it's hard for us, isn't it? Some, for, for some people, it's hard for us to connect with others. So this gives us a way where they immediately begin to feel connected. So does that make sense with the flows? And you can do that for various things as well. You know, have they done alpha? You know, you can do other flows. Have they done alpha? Yes, have they, you know, et cetera, et cetera. So, so that will, um, help us stop people coming 
not feel connected and then, and then leave again. That's one of those, the intention of that. Um, good record keeper enables us to provide a platform for soliciting missing or new information. So if we do, we will notice if we're not been able to send you. So like, for example, there's been a few emails come back to me that are kind of soft bounces. So for some reason they're not being looked at and I don't know why, that will just enable us to send a little email and go, or, or a little text message and go, we noticed your email isn't working, would you mind updating it or checking it and having a look? We will do that because I think that's nice to do, isn't it? just leave you in the dark. Um, and like I said, uh, if, if we have um, this information, it'll help us make better informed data-driven decisions. Okay, So Church Suite is a platform that, although it's helpful with data, its main strength, stay with me folks, its main strength is to enable us to do relationships uh, more easily. Um, including a means for sharing one another's contact details appropriately and safely. Safely. So, you know, Lisa sometimes gets requests for somebody's number. Well, she's not really allowed to give you that number. But if they've chosen to reveal that number on my church suite, then it's there for you to look at. If it's not there, then nobody would ever be able to give you that phone number because they haven't given permission to share it. Does that make sense? Yeah. Um, so we will always respect your, your, your personal privacy. So using those flows, which I, I mentioned, that will help newcomers connect to the life of the church more quickly. And, and this is something, with all good intentions, we've tried to be good at, but it's clearly not been a strength because we, we have struggled to help folks stick a little bit over the years. We, we've had all good intentions. Sometimes it's individuals' kind of you know, decision whether they want to stay or not. But I think if we can do more and be better, then it will help us outwork our grand division of being a church that welcomes the unchurched. So one thing I know that my church will help to be better at is working collaboratively in terms of serving and volunteering. So that road to planning becomes, has become more streamlined and, and those who are serving, you know you're serving commitments. And there's still a little way to go at that in terms of everybody putting in their unavailability. That is incredibly useful for everybody to... So what I'd love you to do is go on over the next few days, log on, click your unavailability for as long as you like down, down the line, and that will help us. Because when we're creating rotors, we pop your name in, because nope, they're not available. Oh, that's easy, that's great. And that really helps us put it together. Does that make sense? Okay, great. Good. But rotors actually are working so much better than ever before, aren't they, Lise? And they are currently less of a pain to create. You, would, you wouldn't believe, well, no, some of you would. To create rotors, even with just a few people, it just becomes a nightmare. It's like the hardest thing, you know, but um, this makes it a lot easier. So here's, here's another thing which some of you might go, oh, but it helps us record attendance. Helps us record attendance. So Lisa, bless her heart, does her best to see who's here and who's not here. It's not to keep a track on you so that we can point a finger. It helps us do what? It helps us make better data-driven decisions. Yeah? So if people, if we find that a lot of people begin to be away, let's pick an obvious month, August, then we go, okay, well then we know what to do or not do in August. If we find there's another random set of weeks somewhere else where every year it dips, go, okay, well we won't start our vision statement right there then, we won't do that there. So it's, it's about giving us good data-driven, making us, helping us make data-driven decisions, not just about how we feel about it. And it gives us a more reliable basis for what? For pastoral care. You know, so yeah, church isn't all about the Sunday meeting, but it's a huge part of what it is to be a, to be part of a, a local church. And when somebody's off off the radar for six, seven, eight weeks, you know, you want to know if they're okay because if they've chosen not to contact you or chosen not to let you know where they are, then you want to know 
okay, are you all right? And that is a valid pastoral um, um, contact to make. Wouldn't you agree? Yeah, okay. Um, and also it helps us circulate prayer requests and other important information as well, so we can record that. Um, if everyone filled in their contact details fully and even used the upload uh, um, image feature that's on there, how easy would it be for us to identify each other? How easy would it be? So I've had conversations with people who've been part of the church for like well over a year, and I'm not trying not to look at anybody. So, uh, and, and, and I said, oh, you know who signed? So they go, nope, don't know who that is. And, and yet they've been part of us for a year. But if they'd seen your picture on my church, they'd go, yeah, yeah, that's, that's Bob Smith. You know, they, they'd know who it is. So just upload your, upload your picture. Let's see your mugshot. And uh, then everybody else who gets connected to that will begin to go, oh, yeah, at least I can put a face to a name. How important is it to put a face to a name? How many times have you been in a situation where you've gone, hiya, and not finished with the name because you've forgotten it's gone out of your head. So my church suite helps us do that. And I think... That simple action of popping your picture on there helps defeat cliques forming. It helps defeat cliques forming. And they form in every organisation and, and grouping, groups of people who don't really kind of step out of that little um, um, clique. Um, because if you've got that information, then you might be a little bit more encouraged to go and say hello because you know their name. Do you understand what I mean? Okay. And, and if our details are correct... It helps us as leaders and admins communicate better so that our messages are targeted more effectively rather than filling all your inboxes with irrelevant emails. Okay, so that's another thing. And as we look to develop our children and youth, my church suite helps uh, leaders of under 18s have the most up-to-date safeguarding information about the children in, in, in their care. That's important, isn't it? So things like allergies, medical notes, special needs, anything like that. Uh, and in the coming weeks, we definitely will be initiating our under-18 check-in system. So if you're a kids worker, expect it, okay? And you're going to have to learn how to use it. Although I do think, and I don't want to put him on the spot, but I think Pete might have volunteered. Yeah, depending on how things go, might do that. But if not Pete, somebody else will step up to do that. Uh, and every, every child will be checked in and then checked out. I know it seems small and irrelevant because we're a small church, but it isn't. Because as we grow and as we get more children, and as particularly as we, do, as we step back into youth work and step back into other things like that, we have a system in place that works and is safe and secure um, so that we can be meticulous with safeguarding. And it's so important that we are. Um, as I mentioned earlier, Church Week provides a platform that enables privacy in a way that shows we value data protection, enabling us to use your details responsibly in accordance with your consent. I keep repeating this because I need you to know that's important. And, and we want to grow as a church, don't we? Yes. We, we want to grow and we believe we're going to do. And I think using Church Week well and implementing all that it has to offer now gives us a scalable platform that will grow with us. You get what I mean by that, don't you? A platform that provides the necessary systems and structures that will support that future growth that we expect. Amen. Yeah. Stick with me, guys. We're nearly at the end. All right, okay. Finally, there you go. Finally, it enables us to be wise stewards of tithes and offerings by using a platform that's inexpensive, intuitive, and easy to deploy and use. Um, in this booklet here, you'll find a large section on um, giving and donations and what have you. And it is a large part of Church Suite, and we're going we're to begin to implement that over the coming months. Um, I haven't been able to implement it yet because NatWest is an archaic bank that uses archaic systems, and I can't, I can't simply just transition that through. So you can't give your tithes or your offerings or anything like that, or sign up for events and pay for them if you need to via my Church Suite. But I will get that sorted. Uh, well, we'll be, I think so. Um, and um, 
and, and, and we'll get that in, because I think if you be able to sign up for events and what have you, make Kathy's, you know, Kathy's job a lot easier, you know, we cherish. So she's not worrying about trying to get payment off you, you've got somewhere to pay for it gradually, as often or as little as you like, and she can keep a track on that on her end. So it's a useful thing, isn't it? Now let me say this, and this is the final paragraph, and bless you and thank you for sticking with me. I thought it was going to be 10 minutes, but hey, you know, you start talking and it goes on longer. Um, our vision is to be a church that welcomes the unchurched. Okay, those that might not have any experience of what it is to be part of a community like ours. And I think that Church Suite enables us to be a church that turns our energy towards caring for people rather than spending an, um, a, a, a large amount of time doing admin. And actually those responsibilities can be shared and gives us an opportunity to get to know one another better and, and is able to welcome others easily into our family. All right? I'm done. I know it was quite technical and, and what have you and, and, and wasn't maybe the inspiring sermon that, that you expect every Sunday, but it's important that we, need, we say this stuff and we get it out there. And like I say, if we'd had opportunities to do fireside chats, it'd be the kind of thing that we would do in there. So um, I wonder, can we have the stewards? Have we got any stewards left in the room? Okay, brilliant. Can we hand these out? Maybe one per family. Um, that would be helpful. There we go. All right, wonderful. Um, so, anybody got any questions, immediate questions that I might be able to ask, or you're all a bit bored and want to go home and have dinner? Hmm. I'll repeat the question, so shout it out, Mark. Mike. Um, I take it it's downloading the app off um, the uh, Play Store or... Yep, you can, you can down... Yep. But then, then register for a particular church, I Yeah, okay, so in the guide... There's actually there's a very clear um, sign-up process, uh, but no, it's a great question. So when you sign up, you start typing Freedom Church in, it, and there's a picture there, it comes up with a big purple cross. So that's from our, 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 our logo, the big purple cross. Actually, that's the old, older logo, but you know, it, it'll see there. So you'll see the particular church there. Uh, um, Abby, you had another question? Yeah, about the Rotas and Martin Ura and Is there a way that once that you mark your unavailability, can you... Can you cancel your unavailability? Um, I would have thought so. So the question is, can you cancel your unavailability? Um, if it's not, then I'm, I'll look into that and, and, I, and I'll get back to you and I'll pop a little note maybe on the Facebook group. Um, but I thought you could, but we'll check it out uh, and we'll see whether you can cancel your unavailability so that you're now available again. All right. I thought you can in the app. You definitely can in the app. So, so maybe, Abby, just have a chat with Dan and... And, and, and he'll, he'll show you how to do it. Uh, yeah, great question. Thank you. Any other questions? No? It was similar. It was a similar one to Mike. Yeah. About the login. I get the, lock, I get the app and I can't Okay. Um, if you follow the instructions carefully within that guide, there should be no problems. If there are any problems, come and see me, but there shouldn't be, and therefore I would get very confused as to why not. Um, so, so follow the guide, see what happens, Mark, and then come and show me uh, later if you still can't do it. All right. Okay, if you have any further questions about it, just contact me, talk to me, um, email me, uh, let me know. Um, but yeah, everything hopefully should be in the documentation that you just received. Thanks for listening to this sermon from Freedom Church. We'd love to get to know you better if you're not already connected with us. Find out more about us on social media. Just search Freedom Church Leads or email us at hello at myfreedom.org.
www.thepodcastmedia.church.com